It's time now for Pickin' and Puttin' with Clay Smith's quantitative anthology of stories behind the songs we know and love to hear and just how they evolve. Plus, a stroke of genius from Dr. Rick Zollinger, a golf nut who will present qualitative narratives from the pages of his own case studies in golf. It's Pickin' and Puttin'. Hello, everybody. Clay Smith here, along with my podcast partner, Dr. Z. Hey, Doc. Hey, Clay. How you doing, man? We're good. We're we're rolling out this uh, new podcast series entitled Picking and Putting, which obviously is our, uh, anecdotally, will be about our passion of music and golf. And in the initial podcast, I'll be conveying stories behind the songs. Uh, with my music background and uh, music heritage in our family, I know a lot of stories and I know a lot of songs. And so we're going to try to familiarize you with those songs and the stories behind those songs and really the transformations that uh, can apply to life today. Yeah, that's pretty and cool. You, and, and you, and you... <laughs> and I'm going to bring in some golf topics that we both share a passion for golf. That's right. So we can talk about anything. What I thought we'd talk about today when we start off was kind of Donald Ross and his history in the United Perfect. States. And, Perfect. And, um, you grew up on a Donald Ross course. Yeah. In fact, what's interesting about that, I look back on that, and the course I grew up on was built in 1903. Wow. And Ross built 400 courses between 1900 and 1940. But Columbus Country Club, where I grew up in Ohio, was designed by a different man whose name I've just forgotten. <laughs> but for points of going forward, then Ross came in and redesigned. It wasn't Walter Travis, was it? No. And okay. It wasn't a name I recognized. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But he, Ross came in and redesigned multiple times. And, of course, he, wow. did, he did Scioto Country Club, where Nicholas grew up. Exactly. And that was like 1926. Oh, my. And, uh, of course, then they had to open and all that there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's fascinating. Of course, you had a PGA championship. Yes, 64. Yeah. Bobby Nichols beat, beat Nicholas and Palmer. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. But, yeah, his his history is, is fascinating. So that's what I thought it would be fun to, you know, when you go back and look at Ross, he, was born, in, he was born in Dornick, which is a famous wow. – Northern way north, way north, yeah, way north, and one of the courses they say should be on your bucket list. Royal um, Dornick, but um, but he moved to the United States when he was a young man. He apprenticed at St. Andrews with old Tom Morris, Good and that's great. where he learned about architecture. And then he moved to the uh, U.S. of Massachusetts, and eventually he settled at Pinehurst. So that's why number two. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm carrying on and on, but. But, you know, one of the things that's exciting about him, if you really think about a Ross course, yeah, would yeah. be mid-pines. Because if you've ever been there or people are listening, you need to go there. It's a, uh, it's absolutely walkable. Yeah. You know, the tee and the green, if you and I are talking on the tee, the guys on the green are hearing us because we're right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then he has those little greens. That's Ross there, man. Yeah. That's and, Southern Pines, right? Yes. Isn't yeah. that really cool? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So, so that was, that was cool. And, and you know, they could, he could route a course on small piece of land. 
Yes. And that's what yep. they did. I mean, like 60 acres. Now you got these courses built on, you know, two, 300 acres. Well, and I, I would, I would put it they're out. they're trying there. to develop real estate, but you know, that well, but then I, think, I think that's one of the things in like for future reference, we talk about, I think that's one of the things they'll have to go back towards less real estate, more conservation that way. Agreed. Um, water, you know, those kind of things. But what makes aren't, uh, aren't Crenshaw and Core doing that? Basically, taking a page out of yes, Ross yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. The, like more natural areas, like number two. You know, yeah. we walk through the sand, and the you know the grass is what it is. Exactly. Yes, I think they are. Nice of fescues. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't gotten to play any of those. Well, tell me about tell me about the uh, uh, song we were gonna and the music background we we're gonna discuss today. You no, know, I mean each week I'm gonna feature a song, a hit song everybody knows. You know, you you hear this one at every wedding, at every bar, you know, both karaoke or a pub, and occasionally at your favorite sporting event. Don't stop believing. Yeah, that's been that's been an American classic since its debut and. It was actually Journey's seventh album, Escape. And it never has really gone away. I mean, it's a song of encouragement. It pushes you to overcome all obstacles regardless of the challenge. Nothing can be more appropriate now with all we're facing in the pandemic that has taken the world by storm. But, you know, look, like all good record-shattering songs, the track, it's just got a heartwarming story. Uh, according to Rolling Stone, keyboardist Jonathan Kane tells the story of how the song came to be in his memoir, Don't Stop Believing. The man, the band, and the song that inspired generations. Kane dishes out how he was just an aspiring musician in the 70s, and he left his hometown in Chicago to chase his dream, hoping to get his big break. And unfortunately, things didn't exactly go to plan. That's not too distant for many people in the music business. But uh, anyway, he, after feeling like the world was against him, Kane called home after his dog had been hit by a car. He phoned home and asked his father for a loan. <laughs> Sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> he said... <laughs> I was in Hollywood. I had called dad for some money for another loan, and I hated calling my dad for a loan. But uh, I said, Dad, should I just give up on this thing, this dream I have, and come home? His father's unexpected response would change the fate of karaoke nights everywhere forever. After holding his breath, his father told him, No, don't come home, no matter what. He said, stick to your guns, don't stop believing. Kane wrote those words down in his notebook, and, uh, you know, the same one that he keeps where he's written all his songs. And then after this serendipitous moment, he took his word to heart, every word. And when joining uh, Journey, Kane proposed the song, and uh, the magic was conjured. Don't stop believing. It reached top 10 on the Billboard singles charts. But it's the song's longevity and timelessness that earn it a place on the all-time list of songs. So, you know, don't stop believing. Yeah, don't, you, don't you think that's a 
I mean, that's a that song and that process and and that, especially like you said in music, but in any business. And it's like what we were just talking about with the other man, Donald Ross. People, because of him, took that and and that faith and what he did. And exactly right, it's the same in whatever your career journey was. You know, I mean the. The common language of the world is music, so yeah. don't stop believing. I mean, it bridges all gaps. I mean, and there you go. I mean, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, it's commitment. It's for pursuit of what you believe in, what you have a passion about, and, and, and really what you're experienced to do. So, yeah, crazy I, stuff. Yeah, I think it's, well, it's Great fascinating. Song. Well, because like what we were just talking about, Ross, and I was thinking when you were talking about uh, stop believing it it how many people take something like that and use it as their springboard to success how many people, your theme yeah. yeah how many took internally that, how many took that music to do that how many people took ross to springboard their music and golf design and go totally. back from a nicholas to a coors and, and crenshaw you know what golf's an island always has been for you yeah. for me for millions and it's a place to reflect. I mean, right. you got time between shots. Sure, you enjoy the camaraderie, but man, it's a chance to get out and smell the roses and to to think of things that you're you're dealing with on a daily basis. Well, and, you know, you uh, know no I, matter how many failures or disappointments that you in, encounter, you can't stop believing in yourself. Yeah, and you know what? You know what's really cool about that is this next generation, they they getting out of this poo poo stuff of our generation. Oh man, no They go out and they they've got their golf carts and they turn up the boom boxes and they say this isn't gonna body, is it? And they, I mean, they'll be playing, ain't stop believing while they're putting. They it's score awesome. their they score their life. <laughs> is it not? Is it not? I think it's awesome. I played with some guy down east. Uh, North Carolina, and he had this, uh, uh, oh, golly, who was the old star from Miami, you know, from the 60s who had that golf cart? Love- oh, Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason, yeah. yeah. And this guy had a Jackie Gleason golf cart. <laughs> it looked like a Rolls Royce, and he had a refrigerator and the music. I mean, you went out there, and it was basically awesome. So oh, it, yeah. it tied in the golf and the music, and it was—it's a wonderful way to go, you know. No doubt about it. So, yeah, I think I think going forward, we're going to have lots of topics, lots of songs. I mean, it's 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 endless. No question. It's endless, and I think we can uh, we can make this a weekly thing. And and I'll leave you with a I'll leave you with a tidbit from okay. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay. Be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Yeah, there you go. That's okay. a great quote. That, there is a good one right there. Leave each podcast with a little tidbit quote. Hey, it's picking and putting. And then we'll see you again real soon.